done for you. Open your mouth and make some noise tonight. I know it's Tuesday night, but I wonder if there's anybody that walked in this place with a testimony in your spirit. I've got to praise him tonight. If you only knew what he brought me through this week, if you only knew the answers that came my way, if you only... Come on, I dare somebody right now to throw your head back and give God a shout. Somebody shout uh, with a voice of triumph in this place. Uh, do you hear my voice? Uh, this is the sound uh, of an overcomer. Uh, this is the sound uh, of more than an overcomer. Uh, hallelujah. Woo! Oh, put your hands together one more time and give God a hand clap of praise tonight. Woo! High five about six people on the way to your seat. Tell them I'm an overcomer tonight. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Hallelujah. Woo! Anybody got the victory in this house on a Tuesday night? Woo! It feels good in the house of the Lord. You can be seated for just a few moments. Amen. What a privilege it is to be together in the house of the Lord tonight. I want to take a moment, a brief moment to again welcome all of our guests that are here with us tonight. Would you help me one more time, Rock Church, put your hands together and clap real loud. And you might as well open your mouth and make some noise tonight and welcome all of our guests that are here with us tonight. What a, a privilege it is to have you in the house of the Lord. To all those that are tuned in online tonight, we just got one word for you. You should have been here. <laughs> you should have been here. I appreciate our live streaming opportunities, but watching people eat is never the same as pulling up to the table. Amen, somebody? I, I, I enjoy you watching that steak, but baby, I'm going to pull up a chair and get some myself. Amen. 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 It is so good to look out and see uh, Sister Stewart's parents with us here tonight. Would you help me give them a great big welcome? So good to have them in the house of the Lord with us tonight. How many of you still feel the residue of what God did in this place on Sunday here? I'm telling you what, you need to go back on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, podcasts, wherever you can get a hold of it and listen again to the word of the Lord that was delivered to this house on Sunday. Sunday morning, the word came to us about the growing seed, the growing seed. And then Sunday night, how many of you wrote down the lessons from the banana man? What a word for this house. What a word for this house. And uh, Sunday morning when we were finished, Janet was baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of her sins, came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. Amen. What an awesome report. 
Brother Donnelly, uh, I mean, that's just what he does every day. That's just, that's just what he does every day. One of them was baptized, needed the Holy Ghost. The other one had the Holy Ghost, needed to be baptized. He just put one hand on one, one hand on the other. God's going to take care of both of them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, what an awesome presence of the Lord is in this place. I don't know about you tonight, but I do not just want to be a hearer of the word. Amen. I don't want to sit here and experience what we experienced on Sunday and then leave out of this house and not let the word affect who I am. Amen, somebody? I've had that in my spirit since Sunday. I've been just contemplating that. And, and uh, is it all right if I just, uh, if I just share a little bit of my, de my, my devotion with you tonight? I, I don't have any notes. I don't have a sermon. I, matter of fact, I forgot to even bring my Bible from the office tonight. But, but I want to share with you what God has put in my heart. Is that okay? Stand with me if you would all over the house. Let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 11. Verse number 32, Daniel chapter 11, verse number 32. And I really just want to direct your attention to the B clause of the verse to set context for what I want to talk about for a few moments tonight. Uh, I, uh, I, might, I might be done in 10 minutes tonight, y'all. I might be done in 10, 15 minutes and give you all the, uh, I mean, you might be able to get to the good restaurants tonight before they close. And uh, so let's just see what the Lord will do. I, I don't anticipate being before you long. The B clause of Daniel chapter 11, verse number 32, simply says, but the people, but the people, that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. There are three words I want you to pay particular attention to in this phrase. The first one is the word know. The second one is the word be, and the third one is the word do. And for a few moments, that you're too late, I already read my text, thank you. <laughs> for a few moments tonight, I just want to talk to you from my little personal devotion for a few minutes, from this thought, just do it. Now, I, I know you thought Nike came up with that, but that was in the word of the Lord way before Nike ever came up with it. Turn to about three or four people standing around you and tell them, just do it. Come on, tell them, tell them, tell them, just do it. Just do it, do it, do it. I'm Tell somebody else, I'm not just a hearer, I'm a doer. Come on, tell somebody else that's listening to you, I'm not just a hearer, I am a Doer. Now put your hands together one more time and give God a great praise all over this sanctuary tonight. Woo! Amen. 
Band, don't go far. I'm not going to be long tonight. Y'all can sit down, but just don't go far. I'm not going to be long tonight. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. There is an interesting dynamic in this text, Daniel chapter 11 and verse number 32 tonight. When you read in context this phrase, that there is a people that, that know their God and that they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. There is a supernatural vinculum in this text, a, a vinculum, if, if you were to look up that word, uh, anatomically, a vinculum is something like a tendon that connects body parts together. Maybe the muscle to the bone, the, the, the structure of a, uh, of a being together, the vinculum. And, and if you looked at it mathematically, a vinculum is a horizontal line that is drawn over the top of a set of mathematical factors that indicates to the uh, person working the equation that these are to be calculated together as one unit, but they are to be calculated in this particular order because it is in this particular order that you can achieve the popular out the pop the, the proper outcome uh, of the mathematical context, and so. There is a, a vinculum, a supernatural vinculum uh, within this text. There is a particular order to the scripture here having to do with knowing and then being and then doing. It informs us that the doing, which is where we usually gravitate toward we, we we are very activity based people we, we 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 want to we believe what we see we what can we see happen and but but we have to understand that action in this vinculum is first informed doing is first informed by being and being is informed first by knowing the actions are a result of the being. And the existence or the existential state of being is a derivative of knowing God. And so then the scripture emphatically declares to us uh, that they that know their God shall be strong. The, the product of knowing your God is an existential state of being strong. There is a strength that comes simply from knowing God. There is an empowerment that comes to you just by knowing who your God is. Oh, this is what allowed David to stand up in the middle of a field with confidence and power while everybody else was in the bushes. They were more equipped than he was, but he knew God more than they knew God. And because he knew God, he was 
strong. Uh, there was a strength. Uh, his strength was informed uh, by his revelation uh, of who God was. Uh, they uh, that know uh, their uh, God uh, shall be strong. Uh, Strong. God's people uh, are supposed to be a strong uh, people. Uh, God's people uh, are not supposed to be a weak uh, people. Uh, not an anemic people. Uh, not a struggling people. Uh, not a timid people. Uh, not a fearful uh, people. Uh, but if we know God, God, if we have a revelation of who he is, then it in turn informs and it manifests itself as us being a people that are strong. That's why we have strong prayer, not weak prayer, not sedated prayer, not quiet prayer, but effectual, fervent prayer. Energetic, energetic prayer. Why? Because we know the God that we're praying to. I'm not praying to some liturgical, memorized thing that I learned in catechism. But when I open up my mouth and I begin to pray, I am praying to a God that I know, a God that I've experienced. Oh, you may not be able to quote verses in the Bible, but if you've got a testimony today, baby, there's something about God that you know. You might be like the blind man when they started asking him to answer theological questions concerning the identity of Jesus. He said, I don't know about any of those things. All I know is I was blind and now I Hey, that's why our prayer uh, is strong. Uh, that's why our worship uh, is strong. Why? Uh, because Psalm 150 tells me uh, to praise him uh, according to uh, his excellent greatness. Uh, if your God's not excellent, uh, then don't give him excellent praise. Uh, if your God's never done anything for you, uh, then don't render unto him excellent praise. Uh, but if God's ever been good to you, uh, if you know you serve an excellent God, uh, praise him uh, according to uh, my praise uh, is a representation uh, of the God that I know. Uh, praise him according uh, to his excellent greatness uh, and praise him uh, for his his mighty acts. We serve a strong God. His arm is not short. His promises are not slack. He's a strong. I wish I had a church in the building tonight that could testify. He's a strong God. He's a mighty God. Who is the king of glory? The Lord God strong and mighty the Lord God mighty in battle they that know their God what happens you begin to manifest the attributes of your revelation of the God you serve they that know their God they're like their God they become strong 
Oh, I wish I had some people right now that would lift up your voice and make a strong sound in this building. I wish somebody would take about 30 seconds, open up your mouth, and manifest the sound of power. Manifest the sound of strength in this. A strong praise. That's why our worship is strong. That's why our worship is demonstrative. That's why we're not quiet around here. That's why we don't just sit down and relax through a church service. Because they that know their God. has its genesis in the revelation of who your God is. Woo! Uh, too many people spend their lives trying to figure out what should I do when the real question should be who am I? If I can answer who I am then I'll know what I'm supposed to. And revelation of being only comes from revelation of God. Um, once you look in his face, the more time you spend in his presence, he'll begin to reveal to you, here's my plan, here's my design. Oh yeah, the, the master smith will look and find the reflection. You want to know when a goldsmith knows that gold is in its purest form and that all the dross has been burned out? They would know by the reflection, their reflection on the surface of the metal. When they had a clear reflection of themselves that wasn't distorted, then they knew the gold is ready. It is now a true representation of its purest form. And it's pure. the more time you spend underneath the weight and the presence of your king, there is a process by which you begin to get revelation concerning who you are. is a vinculum of revelation your being is informed by your revelation of who God is to the degree that you have a revelation of your God will be the degree to which you have a revelation of who you are I wish I had a church you see this is what was happening I'm sorry I'm just supposed to be sharing my devotion with you you see, this was what was happening when Jesus asked the question of his disciples. And he said, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? He, he, was, he was providing a litmus test, if you will, if, of their revelation of who he was. Some say, thou art Elias. And so you understand that their revelation and understanding was based on somebody else's perception. Some say, thou art the Messiah. But, but then he becomes more discriminate in the question but whom say ye that I am and Peter stood up and said thou art the Christ what was happening he had a they that know their God I know who you are I 
saying, no, thou art the Christ, the son of the living Jesus commands him and says, Simon, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in. Oh, yeah. And then he says, Peter, I'm glad uh, you have a revelation of who I am. Uh, but following the vinculum of revelation, uh, it is not enough for you just to know who I am. Uh, it is an insufficient revelation. Uh, if all you know uh, is how to quote Acts 2.38 uh, and Deuteronomy 6 and 4, uh, the revelation vinculum is incomplete. Uh, God said, I'm glad you know who I am. Uh, but Peter, now uh, I'm going to tell you uh, who you are. Oh, now that you have a revelation of who I am, now you need a revelation of who you are. Thou art Peter. Well, you see, when you get the revelation of who God is, God will give you the revelation of who you are. And it's when you get the revelation of who you are that the action of your life becomes informed. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Revelation, who is God? Quit spending so much time trying to figure out what to do and start spending time figuring out who he is. And in your pursuit of a revelation of him, your spiritual formation will cause you to become strong. Your identity will begin to strengthen because your identity is derived out of your revelation of who he is. Anything you try to become outside of a revelation of who he is is a fake and a counterfeit of God's real purpose for your That's why you can't find your identity in the club with your girls. That's why you can't find your identity hanging out with the fellas. That's why you can't find your identity identity uh, in a fraternity uh, alpha phi sci fi uh, whippy why I don't care what it is uh, if you want to find out who you are uh, then find out uh, who your God is uh, and in your revelation of God uh, you begin to find uh, who they uh, that know their God shall be shall be see this is this is why the enemy fights identity because identity always precedes a doing you see this is what was happening in Jesus ministry Satan found the greatest point of vulnerability and attack in Jesus ministry at the point of identity revelation. He attacked him in the wilderness over his identity because he understood if I'm going to stop his actions, then I've got to interrupt the revelation of his identity. Uh, if I'm going to stop what they're going to do, uh, I've got to start uh, by attacking who uh, they are. And so you find the assault 
you find the assault on this, this revelation vinculum of identity in Luke chapter number 4 verses, uh, verses 2 and verse number 3. The Bible says that Satan comes to Jesus. He's been in the wilderness fasting for 40 days. And the Bible says he was yet and hungered. And Satan comes to him and says, If thou... He got it. If thou be the son of God. He challenges his identity. If thou be the son of God, then what does he say? Command this stone that it be made of bread. The word if there is an indicator that he is trying to create a presupposition of his identity that his identity is performance based. Your identity is based on doing. This is antithetical to the revelation viculum of identity. Your identity is based on what you can do. And see, that's how the enemy attacks us in our quest for finding out who we are. He'll try to come to you and say, it is by what you do that will qualify who you be. And so when we find ourselves and say, well, you know what? I'm a person who's, I've been struggling with drug addiction. Satan says, see there, then you're not the son of God. You can never be, look at what you do. Your actions are the presupposition to your identity. Oh, but that's not how it works. I said, that's not how uh, it works uh, because your identity is not based uh, in performance. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. You see, that's why, that's why you have imitators. That's why I find young preachers who say, if I could do what he does, then I can be what he is. I'm going to get rid of my hanky and I'm going to start getting a hand towel like Bishop. If I can do that, then I can be that. He tries the deception of a performance. There are three things here that we find that, that, that become a test of the authentic, authentication of his identity. Number one is he tries to make it performance-based. The second thing he does, if you go to verse number five and verse number six, the Bible says that he takes him up upon a high mountain and he shows him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. It's better than Aladdin. I can show you. Some of y'all get Anyway. He takes him up on the mountain. And he shows him all the kingdoms of the world. And he says in the next verse, he said, all this power I will give thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. The next thing he tries to do is get him to derive his identity by what he possesses. So that I am is based on what I have. And, and, and the devil does nothing different with us. He, 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 he tries to get our identity based on what we 
have if I could have that car? And so we start chasing icons of success in order to trick ourselves into feeling like that we really are successful. We start chasing the, the accoutrements uh, of what we believe to be the representation of the actual thing because we get duped into thinking that I am uh, is derived from what I have. If I could have the house, uh, then I could be. If I could have the suit, uh, then I could be. If I could have the Bible, uh, then I could preach. If I could, and so, so then we spend all of our energy uh, chasing after things uh, because we feel like if I can get this, uh, then it proves uh, I'm successful. Uh, if I could have this, uh, if I can get the car, uh, then, then, then I have uh, the status. Uh, if I could get, uh, oh yeah, this was a deception uh, to the identity uh, of the revelation that they that know their God uh, shall be. And then you get over to verse number 9. And in verse number 9, the Bible says that he takes him. Now, it's mind-boggling me that Satan takes Jesus anywhere. But he takes him to Jerusalem. Now, the geographical significance of this text is important because in context with what is about to happen, you'll understand. He takes him to Jerusalem and sets him on a pinnacle of the temple. This is a strategic move by Satan. And said unto him, if thou, the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Next verse. Uh, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep the next verse. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now, Jesus, if you cast yourself, there's going to be a big drama that unfolds right here. Can you get the picture? Wait, he's going to jump. Don't do it. No. Ah. What's that? It's an, it's an angel. Oh, my God. The angels caught him. I mean, can you see this play now? There was particular specificity to the geography and location of this because Jerusalem was the capital. It was the place. It was the location of the temple. It was, it was the place where the seed of thought of society had rejected him as being the king and the Messiah. And so if you can display this exploit in Jerusalem in front of the temple, it will boost your believability and your popularity. And so the third test becomes not performance, not possession, but popularity. That your identity can be derived from your popularity. If we can get a whole lot of people to believe in you, Jesus, if you'll just do this in front of everybody in Jerusalem. And so we run around thinking, if I could just get more people to like me on Instagram, oh, then I'll be popular. Then I'll be an influence. That's what we call 
call them influencers. Uh, if I could just get more people uh, to like my post. Uh, so we spend all day long uh, instead of in front of the king. Uh, we spend our day pursuing uh, popular. Uh, I can't get no help in here. Uh, what can I post next uh, that'll get the most likes? Uh, what can I post next uh, that'll go viral? Because we're tricked into thinking uh, that somehow through a virtual world uh, of popular. Oh, baby, let me tell you something. Uh, if you ascend on the rope of popularity, uh, it'll be the same rope uh, that you have to descend on. Uh, if you build who you are uh, on the opinions and popularity of people, uh, then you're going to die by the same sword. Uh, and when you're no longer in fashion uh, and the next best thing comes along, uh, you're going to be swept away. Uh, but, baby, when you get a revelation uh, that my identity is not derived uh, from popularity, uh, but it is derived by my revelation uh, of who God. And so this is a powerful concept because who I am will directly impact my actions. My doing is a direct result of my being. And it is important if you are going to have success in being what God wants you to be and see true results, then your doing cannot be the means to the end of identity. But rather your identity will produce the actions. Oh God, I wish I had a person in the building that understood what I was saying. Why, why is this important, Bishop? Because there is a call to action in this house. There is a call of action in this house of God saying, go, reach them. Pull and plant the seed. Find the bruised. Reach the lost. Fill my house. How many of you know... How many of you that it is not know that it is not the will of God for there to be empty seats in the house? I just need 10 people to run the aisles on that right there. I said it is not uh, the will uh, of God uh, for there to be empty chairs uh, in the house. Uh, and so what does the word of the Lord, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, so what does the word of the Lord say? Uh, the word of the Lord declares, uh, go uh, into the highways and the byways and compel them uh, to come. Why? Uh, so that my house may be full. God said, I want a full house on Sunday. I want a full house on Sunday. Can I just preach for a moment? God said, I'm sick of looking at empty pews. I'm tired of looking at empty balconies. I want my house to be full. It is the revelation of God's word that should begin to inform our identity. Once we get a revelation 
description uh, of who he is. Uh, I serve a God. Uh, I know who he is. Uh, he's a God uh, that's a God of fool and not empty. Uh, he's a God of not just enough, uh, not barely enough, uh, not not enough. Uh, he's a God of more uh, than uh, enough. Uh, he's a God of overflow. Uh, he's a God of exceeding uh, abundantly uh, above uh, they uh, that know uh, their uh, God uh, Oh, now you're about to get it. Uh, they, uh, do you want to be abundant? Uh, do you want to have overflow? Uh, do you want to live a life uh, that's overflowing? Uh, get a revelation of who your God is. Uh, sit under the auspices uh, of the revelation of his word. Uh, and when it gets a hold of you, uh, all of a sudden, uh, your knowing uh, will inform your being. Uh, and when you understand who you are, uh, you begin to live a life of overflow. Uh, your actions speak uh, of abundance uh, your decisions uh, speak of the revelation uh, I wish I had turn to your neighbor tell him just uh, do it uh, just uh, do it uh, just uh, do it we cannot simply imitate revival I'm all for getting good ideas from people. I believe in it. I'm all for reading books and getting good ideas and implementing. But I'm going to tell you something. That is not the impetus of the results that we have. The impetus of our actions have to be derived from a revelation of the heavenly. What we do has to be informed from what is above. It's got to come from revelation. Oh, it's only revelation, Brother Donnelly, that can stop you on the road and say, wait a second, I'm not supposed to go home yet. I'm supposed to go to the park. That doesn't come by action informing being. That comes from spending time in the presence of God. And your door, oh, I wish I had a witness in the building. Because when you've got a revelation of your God, you begin to walk in that revelation uh, your, your, your actions uh, your thoughts your speech uh, is informed uh, by your revelation of who God is you want to live a life of blessing get a revelation of a blessed God Satan will try to get you to treat the church like a social club. That, that's one of Satan's tricks to getting people to backslide. Is they build their identity based off the cliques they run with in church. Don't build your walk with God on somebody else's walk with God. Don't Build uh, your relationship with God uh, based on what somebody else is doing. Uh, because, baby, uh, one of these days, uh, they're going to have a bad day. Uh, they might make a mistake. Uh, God forbid they backslid. Uh, and if that is what your house is built on, uh, then your identity will crumble uh, with their failure. Uh, you got to look the devil in the eye uh, and let him know uh, my identity is not wrapped up uh, in performance. Uh, my 
my identity is not wrapped up in possession. Oh, I wish I could get somebody to shout. I may not have the biggest house. I may not have the nicest car. But baby, I'm serving the God that owns everything. And in a blink of an eye, God can put it in my hand. In the blink, I'm not building my life on what I possess. But I'm building my walk with God on who I know. I'm not building my walk with God and my identity on my popularity. The devil will lie to you. You don't have as many friends as everybody else does in church. You just don't fit in. You're just not in the in crowd. All that is is Satan taking you up on a high place and trying to get you to derive your identity from popularity. Oh, somebody better hear me. Uh, when you get a revelation of who God is, uh, it really doesn't matter. Uh, when you come into this house, uh, you love everybody, uh, and you're not expecting anything from anybody. Uh, you're just connected to the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords. Uh, my identity is not wrapped up uh, in so-called popularity. Why are you preaching this, Bishop? Because there is a call of God on this church. And because there is a call of God on this church, there is a call of God on the people in this church. And in order for you to do exploits, in order for you to be strong, you've got to get a fresh revelation of who your God is. The revival that Brother Young talked about on Sunday is not going to come from programs. It's not going to come by human ingenuity. It's going to come from a people that walk in the prophetic. It's going to come from a people that know their God. And so they are strong. And because they are strong, they shall do All over this house, I want us to stand and lift our hands tonight. Uh, I feel the Holy Ghost challenging uh, somebody in this place tonight. Uh, I know it's a Tuesday night, uh, but I feel like God has pulled back the curtain for somebody. Uh, and he's revealing to you, uh, you've been chasing the wrong thing. Uh, you've been spending all your time, uh, all your efforts, uh, all of your energy uh, going after the wrong stuff. Uh, you've been chasing the blessing uh, instead of the blesser. Uh, and if you get a hold of the blesser, uh, baby, you automatically get the blessing. Uh, you've been chasing the creation uh, more than the creator. Uh, but if you would get a fresh revelation uh, of who I am, uh, I'm going to bring strength to your life. Uh, I'm going to bring stability uh, to your life. Come on, somebody. Uh, I'm talking to some people right now uh, that have been on roller coasters. Uh, you're tired of the up and down. Uh, you're tired of the in and out. Uh, you're tired of the back and forth. I'll tell you what you need. You need to get in the presence of Almighty God because they that know their God shall be strong.
strong. Come on, the closer you get to him, the more time you spend in his presence, his power, his revelation, the depth of who he is will begin to stabilize you. And out of your being, out of your identity, will come the actions. Come on, quit praying about what to do and start praying, God, make me. God, mold me to be what I'm supposed to be. Quit praying about the next move. God's not into the next move. God's into being. Because if you'll be what he called you to be, then you'll do what he called you to do. Come on, somebody, right now. Come on, right now, lift your hands. Right now, lift your voice. Come on. Come on, if you're not already up the altar, these altars are open tonight. Come on, these altars are open tonight. If there's anybody in this house, come on, God. God, I've got to do what you call me to do. And that means that I've got to be what you've called me to be, God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on, lift your voice. I'll say yes. Somebody get in his presence tonight. Somebody get in his presence tonight. Somebody get in his presence tonight. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here I am, God. Come on, lift your hands, God. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in a persona. I'm not interested in an image. I'm not interested in trying to please everybody. God, I just want to be what you've called me to be, God. So I can do what you want me to do, God. Yes, Jesus. Come on. That's what I Come on, all over this house tonight, lift your voice. I will be lift your voice. Come on, God wants to speak to you. 
God wants to reveal That's himself. Come on, reach for it. This. Come on, reach for it. Reach for it. Reach for it. Reach for it. Come on. Come on. My identity isn't derived from my action. Come on. Come on, in Jesus' name. Say yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. Come on, get it. Get in alignment with God tonight. Get in alignment with God tonight. Get in alignment with God tonight. Come on, God. What you want me to do uh, if I'm not who I'm supposed to be, God? I'll say yes. God, remove the dysfunction. Uh, yes. God, give me victory uh, over I the imperfections. Uh, give me victory, God, uh, over the proclivities uh, that want to distort. I'll say yes. Come on. tonight that's it tonight talk to him tonight all over this house all over this house come on all over this place tonight come on god god wants to take somebody deep